I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Kemp, and Kemp is treating a patient with lymphedema who presents to physical therapy with a script for wound care. The patient's chart describes the wound bed as shallow and irregular on the anteromedial lower leg. In addition, the periwound area is described as scaly, weepy, and warm with hemosiderin staining. Which wound type does the patient most likely have based upon this clinical presentation? So we have A, vascular venous, B, arterial, C, mixed, and D is inflammatory vasculitis. All right, y'all, let's go up to the top of this question. This goes into the area of integument. They could slide this question also in cardiopalm as well, but most likely you'll see this in integument. Now, we're going to knock this one down. You definitely need to know this content for the NPTE. I actually have a cheat sheet that breaks down arterial and venous and all of those different types of wounds because on the NPTE, I expect a question to show up where you're going to have to differentiate it. All right, so let's go ahead and break down this question. It says, Kemp is treating a patient with lymphedema who presents to physical therapy with a script for wound care. All right, stop it on this first sentence. It's pretty straightforward. Patient has lymphedema and then they're presenting with this script for wound care. Now, I'm not going to go into lymphedema in this episode. I have plenty of episodes about lymphedema, so go back and check that out. But overall, this is a pretty straightforward sentence. Now, it says the patient's chart describes the wound bed as shallow and irregular on the anteromedial lower leg. I need to stop here. I think this is super important. Anytime on the MPTE that they're very descriptive and give you these specific things to look at, definitely pay attention. So here it says the wound bed is shallow. It's irregular. And it's on the anteromedial lower leg. Does that make sense to you? Are you thinking of any particular type of wound that shows up like that, shallow, irregular on the anteromedial lower leg. I'm thinking of something right now. Hold on. Let's go to the next sentence. It says, in addition, the periwound area is described as scaly, weepy, and warm with hemosiderin staining. Oh my gosh, in this question, they're giving us so much information. And I know it's very easy to kind of get caught up here and start to get confused or lost in it. We got to take it piece by piece. Again, I ask you, do you know of a wound type that produces scaly, weepy skin, you know, a scaly, weepy wound that's warm and has hemosiderin staining around. And for those of you who are not familiar with hemosiderin staining, this is a rusty color 
staining of the skin that's due to iron deposits. And it's really due to the fact that blood gets broken down and the iron pops out. And that's what causes that rusty color of the skin. It's called hemosiderin staining. Again, this is very consistent with a specific type of wound type. If you know it, yell it out loud. If you don't, hold on a minute. We can still get this question right. At the end of this question, it says, which of the following wound types does the patient most likely have based on this clinical presentation? For those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. We have A, vascular venous, B, arterial, C, mixed, and D is inflammatory vasculitis. Let's dominate this question right now. We're going to start off with A, vascular venous. So when you hear that, what are you thinking of? I see a lot of people got tripped up with this name. It's like, ah, I don't know if I've seen that before. When you're looking at vascular venous, I need you to think of a venous insufficiency ulcer. You know, a condition where the veins in the lower leg are not pumping properly or moving the blood back up towards the heart. And then there's now a lot of pooling and that sets the person up for venous insufficiency ulcers. So it's just another name for a venous insufficiency ulcer here. My question to you is, do venous insufficiency ulcers present on the anterior medial lower leg? Yes or no? You should be saying, yeah. Are they shallow and irregular? Yup. Are they scaly, weepy, warm with hemosiderin staining? Absolutely. I love this vascular venous answer right now. It fits every single one of these characteristics. If you have an opportunity, please write this stuff down. This is huge for your MPTE. All right, let's take a look at B. We're not done yet. We need to go through each answer choice. Don't get cocky on me. B says arterial. Well, let's talk about that. So as I'm thinking about arterial, they're not really located on the anterior medial side of the lower leg. A lot of times you'll see arterial wounds on the lateral side, lateral malleolus. You can even see them on the lateral foot. So already I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Also, arterial wounds tend to be a bit on the deeper side and they're typically dry. So already I'm like, I don't think arterial wounds really fit here. The other piece that is not consistent is the fact that in the question it says warm well, arterial wounds tend to be more cool with pale skin around. And so I'm like, mm, this doesn't sound like an arterial wound. I'm going to eliminate this one with certainty. That one is out. Anybody feel good about that? I feel great about it. All right. Let's take a look at C. C says mixed. I know this one threw a few of you off. I see that you selected this answer, a few of you. You know, I don't like this answer. So a mixed wound, if you see this pop up in your textbook, it's when a person has a mixture of both some type of venous and arterial problem, and they get a wound that is considered mixed. So it can have characteristics of both venous and arterial. Do I really see that up in the question, though? The answer to that is no, I really don't. If you look at it a lot, Every single one of these characteristics is related to a vascular venous wound, aka venous insufficiency wound, not an arterial at all. 
And so I wouldn't say that this is mixed at all. I'm going to go ahead and put a nice X next to that one. Let's keep it moving. D says inflammatory vasculitis. Now, this is a term that if I had seen this show up, I likely wouldn't have seen it before. This isn't something that I was taught in school. I don't remember hearing about this, but it is one that I would be aware of for your MPTE. So inflammatory vasculitis wound or a wound that's due to this. Is that something that we would expect? You know, as far as like the description they gave us in the question, is inflammatory vasculitis the answer here? And I would say no, because inflammatory vasculitis tends to come with very small, dark wounds. They tend to be around the malleolar region specifically, and they have this thing called petechia. And you may not recognize that by its name, maybe by its spelling, So for those of you out there, it's P as in Peter, E-T-E-C-H-I-A-E. So petechia, and these are pinpoint round spots that appear on the skin as a result of bleeding. All right, they tend to be red, brownish, or purple in nature. Yeah, that's petechia. All right, and they are commonly in these clusters or it may look like a rash, all right? So that is more consistent with more of like an inflammatory vasculitis. But as I'm looking up at the question, am I seeing anything like that? The answer to that is absolutely no. I don't feel like inflammatory vasculitis is the best answer here. So what is the most likely? Yeah, you got it. A, vascular venous wound. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. This one wasn't an easy one because you did need to know the different types of wounds and you needed to know the characteristics of each. One thing that I'm seeing down in the comment box is some people are saying they thought that vascular venous was a mixed pathology, like it was a mixture between arterial and venous. The answer to that is no. Be very careful. Vascular venous is another way that we're saying a venous insufficiency ulcer, and your MPTE can also word it that way. So be very, very careful here. But again, congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. Again, if I was going to give you any type of advice here is definitely to check these out. If you're somebody who needs this like listed out in an easy way for you to understand, we do have a cheat sheet specifically for this. What I would do is go to www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. Go through there and then you'll have your opportunity to get our full on 75 plus cheat sheets, which definitely includes this one right here, vascular wounds, all right? Both venous, insufficiency, arterial, you name it, it's all on there, all right? So definitely go check it out. For those of you who do have problems in this area and you really want to help like retain this better, what I would do is go on over to our free private Facebook group. We have a lot of free content that we give out every single week. I'm in there on Mondays to help people figure out exactly what they need to address and go after it and get what they need, all right? So how do you get there? Go to www.mptegroup.com right freaking now. Again, for those of you who haven't gotten our free cheat sheets, definitely go to www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. 
Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.